So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret 230. Making dating worthwhile, or what I like to call the ROI, of dating. Rebecca had spent 10 years having crap luck with guys. And when we first talked, she was telling me about her trouble getting over uh, a guy. She was leaving a relationship that had pretty much drained her. It had hollowed her out like so many of the previous ones. You know, she was someone who was ambitious, took great care of herself, you know, went to yoga, ate healthy. She did all the things, except when she would start dating and get into a relationship. From her perspective, she was saying, Barry, I just don't know whether it's worth me continuing to, to put myself into the, the dating world. Like, what's the value of me doing it? I end up giving up time. I end up spending money on, you know, getting ready and going places. I could be focusing on work or things that I enjoy doing for myself at home. As soon as I start dating, I'm either disappointed by guys or I end up in a relationship where I struggle to meet my needs. Well, the thing was, Rebecca didn't want to spend the rest of her life alone. She did have a pretty great life, and it was getting better every year when she focused on healthy things. But she wanted to share that life with somebody. She wanted to share her successful business and the homes that she was looking forward to buying in addition to her primary home, traveling, starting a family, so many things that she wanted to do, but with a partner, with a full partner. So we started working together and we had to get to the root of the problem. How did we make this dating experience and the relationship experience something worthwhile for her? Well, if you remember our approach, my approach is to give powerful women something you can actually control to stand in your power on this journey. Rebecca and I immediately went to work on crafting the vision for who she really wanted to be instead of who she had been when she would date. See, she had grown up having challenges speaking up for her needs, setting boundaries. She was a people pleaser. That had shown up not only in her romantic relationships, but in her family, where she was stressed out by the codependency. It had shown up in her business, where she didn't have clean boundaries with business partners. It was costing her energy, emotion, heartbreak, and money. So we got to work. We got to work on beginning to become this woman who knew what she needed, was able to give herself permission to, to know that her needs mattered in all circumstances by helping her go back to some of those original wounds and let go of codependency with her mom, feeling guilty if she didn't put her needs aside, feeling anxious or nervous or angry about 
her inability to negotiate needs and boundaries with herself and others. She began practicing it with friends first, then at work, and then with family, and then in her dating and relationships. See, as she learned to trust herself, suddenly the return on investment for her of the dating journey, she realized, <laughs> which I knew all along, was her self-growth, her own development. See, in that call yesterday, what she was celebrating was how different a woman she'd become and how it was showing up in every area, how she's enjoying dating because there's no scarcity or fear or attachment. She doesn't meet a guy and then wonder when he'll call. She actually was willing to put off going on a date with a guy because he could only see her at a time that didn't serve her. She had other things that she'd already planned that were important to her. Before, her fear of not finding someone might have fueled her into shifting her stuff around. With her family, she has healthier boundaries, and that actually lets her be closer to them, with less conflict and less avoidance. She's got a business that's growing quickly, and opportunities are coming to her without her chasing them. And they're healthy people that she's doing business with. She's not attracting crappy people that are headaches in her business either. Every area of her life, including how she feels about herself, in fact, because of how she feels about herself, has shifted. What is the ROI of dating? It's to get on this journey of development. It's so you do get triggered. And then having someone to go deeper into, well, what is this bringing up for me? What are my fears? What are the, the weaknesses that I have Within my own development, what do I want to be better at? If dating is a bad experience, it might be because we build things up and, and we have too much fear and scarcity. So then we get ahead of ourselves with too much hope into the results of a date or a relationship. And that's why we're so heartbroken after. But if we feed ourselves, if we learn how to meet those needs first, as I said a couple episodes ago, then we don't get up high on the roller coaster. We don't crash down wow, there's something I could learn by going out and getting disappointed. If I do the intentional work to understand, well, what is this saying about me? How can I develop myself? How can I be the best version of me? We don't get that if we just pull out of the dating market completely. We don't get that if we avoid relationships, which are a mirror and sometimes a crucible by which we're tested like a stress test in engineering that shows any of the defects that we still have. Not that we're broken, not that there's something bad or wrong with us, but the parts of us that could, could benefit us to develop more. What characteristics within myself would I like to cultivate? It's not that Rebecca was bad and flawed, but of course she's better off now that she can speak up easily for herself, now that she knows what she needs. Now that she feels completely deserving of self-care instead of just overgiving and overworking. Now that she can set a boundary without it stressing her out. That's developing. And that's the way we want to date. We date for development. Because as you become a better and better you, you attract a better and better partner. Or if you're already in a relationship, it gets better and better. That's the true ROI of dating. If you are a powerful woman who's tired of dating men who end up acting like boys or avoiding dating because you don't want another boy, 
you need to get on the wait list for my upcoming workshop, Date Men, Not Boys. Just go to datemannotboys.com and get on the wait list and we'll let you know as soon as that workshop's ready to happen. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.